Hello, everybody. We are back. We're back. Yeah. After months and months. Welcome to Dungeon Boys. My name's Keith, and I will be DMing for you again today. And then, I, I had to take a second. It's, yeah. it's been a minute. It's so. been a while. Josh, I'm I'm playing uh, Harold today. And this is Bryce playing as Balin. Balin Bargewater. <laughs> Balin Bargewater. <laughs> and we have a new addition to the crew. Not a new addition to our crew, but a new addition to your hearings. We, uh, since we lost Zenus to the uh, to a, a, a faraway city, uh, and to yeah, him moving and getting a job and all these different things that he he uh, is benefiting <coughs> from doing, we have we have filled his seat. Uh, and today we have uh, our younger brother. What's up, guys? What's your name? I'm Orn Kane. What's no, your, your real name? name. Oh, I'm John. Then. <laughs> <laughs> this is John, and he is our he is our brother. So he's a lot younger than us. How old are you, John? I'm twelve. Twelve. So the Adventure Zone may have their old man, but we have a little boy. <laughs> so that'll be it's our like a mascot. Yeah, that'll be our our podcast thing. Twelve is not you're not a little boy, John. I'm sorry. I, I just want to point out that. four four of us this is all of us brothers. Yes. I'm the oldest. He's the youngest. There's twenty two years of difference between us. There is only twenty two. Yeah. Well, when you put it like that, it sounds way better. Only yeah. the exact number you just said. <laughs> okay, this is going to be a good. John hasn't played Dungeons and Dragons. He's played once formally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Kind of. We won't do. Not even want to call it formally. Yeah. <laughs> loosely. Okay. John has loosely played D and D once, so we're going to be getting him up to speed. We're actually doing another one shot today. Uh, if you will remember, if you're a Dungeon Boys fan, you'll remember that between our two seasons, which it seems like is going to take about six months to get back to the main campaign, uh, we have done one-shots. Uh, Josh did his one-shot in the swamp. Uh, Bryce did his one-shot in the sea. And we'll be doing my one-shot in the desert. Uh, so I'm going to be DMing the one-shot, and then we'll get back to season two of you know, Dungeon Boys proper. All right. And the next month or so after you finish all these episodes. Awesome. I'm anxious. I'm ready. Yeah, and I think we'll be adding John to that campaign as well. We'll see how he performs today. This is your job interview right here. Yeah, I told him that. No pressure. I told him he got to do a good job in yeah, this. Honestly. Uh, so This is wh- an odd job interview. Then. <laughs> it is. I would prefer this as a job interview, honestly, than most, most job interviews suck. Mm. So, on that note, if you'd like to support... <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, but, um, Sir, I brought my resume. Roll initiative. Yeah. <laughs> that meme is out there somewhere. Let's do this. Surely. Uh, real quickly, if you would like to communicate with us, give us reviews, ask questions, whatever, uh, you can give reviews on iTunes if you want. Um, I'm not sure if Spotify or your other, any other podcast things do that. But if you would like to tell us a thing that you like or don't like or have questions or comments or concerns, uh, the best place to do that would be our Discord server. There's a link to that on uh, our Twitter page, our Twitter account, at Tank Media Games. Uh, there's a pinned tweet on our profile <coughs> for you to go to our Discord server if you would like to chat with us or just use Twitter. Uh, I'm active on Twitter and in the Discord, so we can hang out there. But without further ado, let's get this, let's get this started. I'm going to, instead of uh, having you introduce your characters uh, now, we're going to start, uh, well, we will start with um, uh, Josh and Bryce's characters. 
Uh, John's character will be introduced shortly, and he can describe himself. And Bryce helps him create his character so they can kind of describe their look, his look together, I guess, shortly. But real quickly, I would like to Josh uh, and then Bryce to tell us who they're playing uh, uh, quickly to, so we can visualize and know who you who you be. Okay, uh, I went with Harold Truvale. I'm just going with a plain old fighter this time around. Um, yeah, it's been a hot minute since we played, so yep. yeah, didn't uh, didn't feel like doing a lot of casting this time. I did that last round. So uh, Harold is a is an older guy. He used to be a uh, used to be like a soldier back in the day, and now he's just you know with the the way things have gone in the in the world, and you know there's the 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 orc armies and stuff like that. I mean, it's, he's he's just become bored with everything. So he's trying to relive some of those glory days and just try to kind of get back into the swing of things. So he's uh, he's kind of hired himself out a little bit to to these little little missions, little side jobs like that. Okay. So, um, he a gray old man, thin, yeah, fat. Yeah, he's just an older dude. Um, anybody out there who's who's uh, gone through the War Eternus books, it's just kind of a nod to uh, to the the Dave character. Um, really, really, I really like Dave. Dave is just a stand-up kind of guy. So, uh, yeah, so yeah, we're we're basically playing a Dave from War Returners here. Harold Truvale, everybody. <laughs> All right, Bryce, who you got? I love you, Harold. <laughs> I know. Um, I have Balin Bargewater. His name is funny because it yeah. sounds like he's bailing water out of a barge. It took me too long. Um, it took me a while to come up with that. Actually, that was probably the most difficult part of my character creation. Yeah. Balin was a former sailor. He he's just he's a very aquatic themed looking fellow. Mm-hmm. Uh, sort of an older gnome, um, but he wears like that uh, the long flowing like. The captain's coat that you always see, like yeah. on pirates and stuff, like picture uh, Jack Sparrow's long like, <clears throat> tail coat mm-hmm. kind of thing. He's got the tricorn on his head. Um, uh, he has like an eye patch looking thing, like you would imagine your stereotypical pirate would be, uh, but it's not an actual eye patch. It's a little uh, animatronic lens type thing, okay. and it's always like readjusting itself as if to focus. Um, he carries a blunderbuss and a small hammer. Nice. He's an artificer. A blunderbuss and a small hammer. Yeah. Like Your character it. has a small hammer and mine has a big hammer. Yes. Together. You have a blunderbuss and I have a small bow. <laughs> nice. <laughs> that was okay. not planned. <laughs> I do like, I like that he's just a, he's a pirate and our thing takes place in the desert. <laughs> Former pirate. Three corns on his head. <laughs> he's dried <coughs> off a little bit. Three corns. I wanted to make a corn joke, but it's just a just a hat, yeah. just a three corn hat. It's tri corn. It's actually corn rose. Three of them. <laughs> okay. The technical word is maize. Three maize. It's a tri maize. <laughs> All right, let's do. Let's introduce this campaign real quick. This little short boy we got going on. We, who knows how long it'll take? Who knows how much it will get through? I don't really know, but we'll have a good time doing it. Hopefully, John. And briefly, I will get to you. Uh, we will introduce you very briefly. In a in a in short, not a you don't have to take your time, but I guess you could. So, uh, Harold and uh, Balin. The way we switch character names all the time too gets me messed up because there's a lot of character names that I see when I when I look in your face. We need some of those stickers that says "Hello, my name is." 
Yep. Uh, but Harold and Balin, you guys know each other, right? You are you are uh, companions at least over the last uh, little piece of history, the last couple of weeks or months. You have kind of gotten together. Um, I don't know if you each just have a desire for adventure, or uh, it seems that Harold is just bored and he wanted somebody something to do. Uh, I assume maybe he stumbled across Balin somewhere who was on the way to... Is, what's your motivation, Balin? You have Money. Money. You want some treasure. <laughs> That's good, because I was hoping at least one of you would have some sort of motivation for doing the thing today. Oh, yeah, yeah. Money, money, is, <laughs> money is always good. Okay, so um, the two of Rockets you <laughs> have taken a job... Uh, in Rockets, you Ma- need more ambition, sir. ...in Melora's Quiver, uh, which is in the very south point of the Bone Mountains of our world of Medin. Uh, which is the most barren area of the world. Uh, it's in the very center. There are a lot of tall mountains there, a lot of places to get lost, a lot of desert on the south side with like petrified forests and everything. So you guys have made the long journey uh, through the, the petrified forest and through the desert uh, because you have been contracted uh, by maybe it's a bounty board or maybe it's someone you met in a tavern or what, someone who said, well, we, we have some some reports of cultist activity of of people crazy people kidnapping travelers who are trying to make their way through the bone mountain region it's already difficult enough to cross the desert in the mountains uh it's 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 not it's enough that they have to do that uh they shouldn't have to worry about being kidnapped they people who cross the desert know that that's a, a risk that they take the danger is out there but we know where these people seem to be making camp so we'll pay you to go out there and uh, figure out what's going on and dispatch them if you can uh, or bring back information or whatever. So uh, you are out there. You've made the journey. You've made it to the... <laughs> John is belching. <laughs> Sorry. We, uh, we, we do some belching. So you can't stop it sometimes. There's some burping. There's some burping on the podcast. Right. I, don't, I don't edit these things so much. I mean, I don't have time to sit here and edit all the stuff out. So sometimes... Airy podcast. Sometimes you right. might get a little bit. Sometimes you might. I don't know. Maybe if you listen hard, maybe you'll get a little toot. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> those are the Easter eggs. <laughs> Find them all. <laughs> Win a prize. Anyway, you've crossed the desert. You, you're 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 really in. You're into the heart of the Bone Mountains now. Um, you've crossed the desert, and now you're kind of moving into the the craggy cliffs and very picture not quite as wide as the Grand Canyon but ravines and uh, different things that the the elevation is going up and on the edge of one of these ravines is where you find yourself you're on a sand dune looking towards uh, this fairly narrow ravine uh, and you are saying uh, this is the spot right this is this is where you've been told this is this is the place where the kidnappings seem to be um, the, the kidnappers seem to be coming back to Maybe someone escaped a kidnapping and they've they've run to Melora's Quiver and they can tell you exactly where, and you guys are looking at the place where the uh, kidnappers are seem to be bringing people back to. So uh, you are on the sand dune and you are looking towards this place. You haven't well because uh, we haven't rolled perception or anything like that. I won't tell you what you see yet, but you are on the dune looking across at where you believe the camp to be. I'm itching to roll perception. Okay. So the two of you are there. I don't know if you want to have any conversation as you've made it to your destination or whatever. Harold, do you think this is the place? Uh, it certainly seems to fit the description. You, know, you, you got your little uh, zoomy eye right there. You see anything with that? <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, that hopped right out, didn't it? Crap, I don't know my modifier. Yep, we need to check out those modifiers. Tell oh, me those no. perception rolls. I'm used to it just being four. Right? Perception. Yep, it is still four. Okay, so right. I got a 20. Wow. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I thought the roll was four. 20 and not natural. I got a mighty seven. So, yeah, the little zoomy eye kind of helps, I guess. Okay, this makes this makes a good amount of He's sense. He's holding it like a spyglass. Yeah. <laughs> Harold, um, what you see is a... I'm just squinting a lot. You, through the it, It's nighttime, by the way. It's nighttime. The sky is clear. Oh, you can... <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, picture that in the background. Uh, you can see the stars up above you, uh, and it is it is the middle of the night. You've arrived late in the evening, uh, and what you can see is kind of, it looks like a, a ruin of sorts. It looks like a place where there was once a, a lot of stone uh, implements, a lot of, not implements, but structures. Uh, it looks like a place that was built many, many moons ago. Um, let's see, there are... You can see a few figures roaming around uh, the camp, but you can't really make out what they are. Uh, you can see even some tattered lean-to shelters that are made on the fallen ruins of this place. It looks kind of like a... Imagine the columns of maybe like Greek ruins and how they fall over, and I picture that, and maybe some stone floors and stuff. A lot of that has fallen over, and a lot of columns. Maybe some are still standing. P plenty of places for things to hide. Plenty of places to make little tattered lean-to shelters and teepees and different things out there. Are they Do Doric I? or Corinthian columns? They're Doric. <laughs> Doric columns. You gotta love them Doric columns. Yeah, simple. Understated. Do, do I see this, or does he see this? Because he got a this. 20, yeah. I got a 7. This is what you see. I'm going to develop this a little bit for Bryce. He saw it there, Dork. Yeah. Balin can tell you the age of these columns. Now, he can see, though, that they're definitely Dork columns standing up. You can see that uh, this seems to obviously be where some kidnappers have taken people back. You can see some iron cages in the outskirts in, of this uh, camp and even sometimes in the in the center of this. You can see the figures that are roaming around this camp uh, and they are very uh, scarred human beings. Um, they None of them have hair uh, or hair on their face, no eyebrows. Uh, they are not dripping with blood, but they're covered in dried blood, especially their hands. All their hands are extremely red. Uh, several of them have daggers strapped to them with, uh, like, cloth makeshift sheaths. Uh, and When I was given this quest, was there anyone I was specifically looking for? No, no one specifically. Okay. They're just, they're, there was a concern that there were crazy people kidnapping people in the desert. Uh, we'll, can, we'll canonize that the person that gave the information escaped. And doesn't know much more than they were crazy people kid kidnapping someone in the desert kidnapped uh, you know her husband uh, it's not as concerning if they come back and report there's completely sane people out there <laughs> kidnapping people in the desert right uh, there's five of them you count five of these people all of them look very similar uh, they're wearing tattered rags uh, some of them barely having on like a something to cover their important parts but some of them having enough to like cover themselves their shoulders and chest uh, you can see as well, I guess while I'm focusing on the, the people, is that a lot of them, the ones that you can see their chests, they have big raised scars in their chest uh, that are in the shape of, uh, looks to you kind of like a jewel, like a, 
like a big you based on the coloration of the blood the people, the people who had like knives strapped to them yeah. and blood they have the scars yes they okay. have the scars these the people that you're watching these five looking to be crazy people they are they also the barely clothed or the yes okay sorry they're only, I, I thought I thought these was two different groups I thought the barely clothed people were like the captives no excuse me sorry the, you're you're looking at the only no five moving figures that are walking around this gotcha. camp they're only five they have they're covered in scars they're wearing rags they look like crazy people uh, they are. They have blood that's dried all over them. Um, it looks like these these wounds are self-inflicted a little bit, but you can see that it looks like a scar in the shape of a jeweled necklace, and this jewel is extremely large that's cut into their chest, uh, probably about four inches wide or something. I mean, you're really zoomed in with that thing, trying to show us these 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 guys and you can see the same thing that uh harold saw which was the the camp and the the places that they stay plenty of places to hide and, and take cover uh if needed behind them generic yeah, columns if, if needed um and one thing that you see as well is that in near the center of the this ruinous camp you can see a small iron cage uh and in that side that cage you see some movement uh, and upon further uh, investigation, you can see that it is a small half-elf boy inside the cage, and that is going to be our John character. So, John, give us a description of who. Tell us your name and who you are, and what you are, and what you do. I am Orn Kane. Orn Kane. Yeah. I am Orn Kane. I have been kidnapped. I'm five feet and about fourteen years old. Fourteen years old. Okay. You you put some two years on yourself the 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 uh, ripe old age of fourteen. All right, so you said you're a half elf rogue. Yes. Okay, what do you look like besides your height? Are you wearing anything special, or you got any any special looks about you? Mm. You missing an eye? No. You got like six both ears. You got both eyes. Missing I got both, both eyes. Got all three. All right. So, what kind of clothes are you wearing? Nice clothes. Regular clothes? It's not written on your paper. That just, was what you were supposed to come up with. Oh. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm just wearing, like, raggy leather clothes. Okay. So you're not a, a wealthy boy, it seems. Just mm -hmm. a kind of a, almost maybe a little tricky street urchin. Okay, I'll take that. Well, we are playing Aladdin, boys and girls. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> we are playing Aladdin. Uh, all right, so inside that cage, there's a big a big lock on that cage, uh, Is sits... Orin Kane. You don't know who that is, um, but that is about all you see. For a teaching moment, yeah. John, you're playing an arcane trickster, so mm -hmm. you're like halfway between like stealth and magic. So you might also be carrying things like a belt with maybe like little potions in it or something like mm -hmm. that. Just, I mean, it's up to you. What I you just assumed that like. they would take everything I have. Just yeah, like. I would assume that as I'm well. With John on this one. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, go, John, go. John, he's playing smart. Good thing it yeah. is. Maybe um, there's a table next to your cage. One last to set the scene here, and, and again, Harold, <coughs> if I didn't say what you saw, you don't see this, so um, we'll have to let Balin clue you in on a lot of this. I will look the other way with my yeah. ears. Uh, so uh, on the far side of the ravine, jutting forth from the right wall, uh, is a large dragon's head that is carved uh, uh, into this, this ravine wall. Um, and it seems like the, the people are kind of moving, not all around it, but they all are going kind of moving toward that way. Um, and as you're watching, you do spot them. They finally all arrive at that wall. And you can spot that they're one of the larger 
uh, male, uh, we'll call them cultists, because that's what they very much look like, actually has a, what looks to be a corpse of a man that he tosses into the mouth of this dragon. Uh, and as you're watching, you see it come down on the on the corpse of the man. Who dares disturb my <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, didn't realize that, I mean, it's not quite that big, uh, but the mouth clamps down and, and even... Touch nothing but the lamp. <laughs> <laughs> faintly, faintly, you can hear the, the, the squish of, of corpse and the, the crunch of bone, uh, and, and then the mouth closes very briefly, and when it opens, there are no contents. Whatever was in the mouth is now... Gone after being crunched. Even not, not even any blood splatters or nothing. Um, if you really look in, there looks to be some maybe some blood on the inside of that. Okay. Um, but that's that's it. That's all you see. <laughs> Just everything. Uh, yeah. So you saw it all. All the whole scene down. It's there. a twenty, not natural. So yeah, yeah, it's a good. It's a good roll. You got it all. So now you're free to make decisions. Uh, yeah, Harold. I. If it's not them, I'd be very surprised at this point. They definitely have a culty vibe to them. They all have carved necklaces in the skin around their neck, and they have a massive dragon head they seem to be feeding prisoners to. Dragon head? I was, uh, I was distracted by those generic-looking columns over there. It's a stone dragon head. It doesn't appear to actually be alive, but it certainly moves like it is. It moves like it's alive? Uh, yes. Um, that's concerning. That's concerning. Did I, I didn't see down there. I saw a couple of guys walking around. Did you notice our, uh, who we're looking for? Yes, there appears to be five of them. They don't seem but barely equipped. I, I imagine they use their numbers more than any special equipment for taking their victims, one of which I see locked in a cage down there. Hmm. Well, I don't know. You think we should go say hi or something, or I figure we can pay them a visit. Oh, all right. How you want to do this? You want to you want to go straight up the middle, or you want to go go around either side, or uh, you you take charge. You that larger hammer of yours has more reach. I'll play backup. Oh yeah, sweet candy. Love my hammer. All right. Come on. I'm gonna I'm gonna go right down the middle. Oh, also I should mention at this point there is a like a iron kind of greyhound looking dog following me. Okay. You're so, a construct? Yeah. yeah. It's probably like the same size as me. So. Yeah. That's part of your artificer yeah. thing. Very nice. Very cool. You have to oil that thing up before battle keep it from squeaking. Ooh. Never mind. I want it to be a warthog. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I do like that. The hog. Okay. While you guys are making your way across the dune and down this way I want to cut to John. John, you're trapped inside the cage. Mm-hmm. Scary, scary people. Uh, I'm not telling you you have to be scared if you want to say, like, my 14-year-old guy doesn't give a rip. Should he you roll can. a procession? Um, I'll let him do that momentarily, but I'm just going to paint the scene for him. You are, you are snatched. You are crossing the desert um, by yourself. Like you said, you're kind of an urchin boy. You're trying to cross to... Uh, that same town they came from, Melora's Quiver, which is kind of a place where a lot of your misfits and haphazardly folk uh, tend to go. You're you're alone, and on your way through, uh, you were taking a nap at your camp, and you were snatched by these cult people. 
Uh, and when you woke up, you were they knocked you they knocked you out cold. When you woke up, you were in this iron cage, uh, surrounded by scarred, you know, bloody cult people. Uh, so you find yourself in that cage. You're just kind of coming to. Uh, you don't know that these two people are coming to possibly rescue you. All you know, it's nighttime, and there's uh, there are a couple of little tattered lean-to camps and, and shelters around you. Um, but you are stuck in this cage. Is there anything you'd like to try or do? Mm. They took all my stuff, and I can't do much because they yep. took all my stuff. Do you so. want to roll perception for me? Sure. I got a two. <laughs> Plus two. I got a four. <laughs> uh, well, it's not that concealed. What you're looking for here Oof. is that these... these luckily. The, yeah, luckily. <laughs> oh, there's the ground. Yeah. <laughs> so from your cage, you can see a few of these lean-tos, like I said. They're kind of like a... Pretty much like a canvas tattered tam, uh, tattered canvas sheet laid over a column, and on either side of it, they people sleep in there and live in there. Um, in one of those, if you're looking directly out of your your cage, a little bit to the right, you can see your little bag of stuff. John, what are you laughing at? So, none. Your, your two that you rolled. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can get. It's very funny. You're right. All right, uh, but two inside that little letter. inside that little tent, you can see your things kind of leaning against a column where they had taken them from you and they'd set them in there. It's probably maybe 10 feet away from you at this point. Mm-hmm. So. Your tent's got columns. We've been doing it wrong. Yeah. You said 10 feet? Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll use my... <laughs> <laughs> Bryce definitely didn't write John a note. Um, I'm happy if you want to verbally, you know, we're helping John along here. Yeah, this is a training session. Yeah, so you, yeah, think about your different spells and stuff whenever I, I mean, think about if you're really in this position, I guess. You're role-playing this character, uh, and if you're really in this position, I've told you, hey, your stuff isn't that far away. Maybe there's a way for you to get it. I didn't know if there was a way for you to get it, but maybe there was. Um, so use the force. Yeah, you can, I can use my mage hand. Yeah, and there you grab go. it. Okay, so tell about mage hand. Tell me about mage hand. I've, it's been a while since we played. <clears throat> well, I can grab Oops. stuff. I'll just read it. Uh, okay. A spectral floating hand appears at a point you choose within range. The hand lands for a duration until you dismiss it. Yeah, uh, the hand vanishes if it is ever more than thirty feet away from you, or if you cast this spell again. You can use your action to control the hand. You can use the hand to manipulate an object, open an unlocked door or container. Um, you can move the hand up to 30 feet each time you use it. The hand can't attack, activate magical items, or carry more than 10 pounds. Okay. So you can grab 10 pounds worth of stuff with this stuff. Mm -hmm. with this make a thing. couple trips. <laughs> yeah. So would you like to try to mage hand your bag? Yes. Now here's the option. Think about this. You're five people who obviously want to kill you and throw you in a dragon's mouth very near to you. Mm -hmm. They're not. No one's looking at you right now, but they're close enough to hear you do stuff. So the, the choice would be, do I want to try to do this quietly or do I want to try to do it uh, you know, just quickly? I'm going to try to do this quietly. Okay. you got to think about your stats, too. You are pretty good at stealth because mm -hmm. you're a rogue. Right. Mm -hmm. Got the old sneaky sneak. Mm -hmm. So your stealth is a plus 10. So Mage Hand is a cantrip and it just works, right? That's just Correct. how Mage Hand works. Okay, so you cast Mage Hand. You reach your arm out towards your bag 
And much like Luke Skywalker on the planet Hoth trying to suck his lightsaber to himself to cut the Yeti, you are focusing on this bag and poof. Also, everybody's level five, by the way. Yes. Uh, Yay! A spectral hand appears. What color is, is your magic, John? You can choose that. Black, I guess. Black. Oh, man. Edge. We got the edge, the edge lord. Sorry. <laughs> Don't cut yourself on all that edge, John. Your fingernails like a bag. <laughs> so your spectral hand appears on your bag of stuff. I don't know what kind of gear you're carrying. You got a rapier, I know, right? Mm-hmm. So there's rapier, a rapier. A dagger. A dagger. A short bow. Okay. And a... That's all. Okay, so they've all wrapped of which has the Bear Grylls logo on it. Yeah, they've wrapped all this in kind of a, a leather a leather cord, wrapping it all together. Somewhat, they're probably going to pick through it later. Uh, so your your hand grabs onto the leather cord and you begin to drag uh, this bag slowly to you as it slides through the sand and out of the darkness of the tent and into the moonlight. Uh, and it's dragging closer and closer towards you. Roll a stealth uh, check for me to see if we do this Don't quietly. Don't just drop it this time. You actually have to roll it. Fourteen. Eight. Fourteen plus, plus ten. Yeah, that's yeah. twenty-four. Soundless. Uh, you, as you come out of the tent, you realize, oh, that sound, that that sand is actually making some noise. So you lift the bag out of the, uh, out of the sand, and you use the the width of your mage hand to really put pressure on it, so that nothing's moving around. Your arrows aren't moving. Your rapier's not moving, and you slide it towards you. Mm-hmm. And then eventually, as you slide it towards you, you pass your gear through the wall. And you re-equip yourself stealthily. So now you are fully armed with all the stuff that you had. I forgot. I still have light armor too. Okay, that's fine. You pull. Is that what you're wearing? Did they just leave that on you? They figured you don't have weapons. It's fine. No. We'll say it's. We'll say they removed your light. Your light armor. You're just wearing mm-hmm. pretty much your little Under Armour clothes, <laughs> and then uh, uh, that the armor was also wrapped up in your stuff. Probably. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're approaching that 10 pound <laughs> limit but we'll we'll be lenient on that uh, so, leather, so. yeah you pass all that through and Our character's you, just naturally leather <laughs> yeah <laughs> and you quietly slip all of your gear on okay mm-hmm. and so now you're fully equipped inside your cage mm-hmm. cool perfect now Cruise i'm going to move back to our other crew uh because he obviously wasn't do that when bryce was looking at him or when uh Balin was looking at him so now you guys are heading into the camp <clears throat> Well, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go straight into the middle. Like, hey guys, but you're going around the side. Uh, I figure I'll send the warthog to kind of follow you, and I will aid with my blunderbuss from a distance. Okay, so y'all are just kind of walking into the camp. There are some areas you have to pass over. You have to like navigate around some fallen. Also. Combat will soon ensue. I feel I can feel this coming. If combat does occur here, uh, I'm not going to take the time to actually map out all these columns. If you want cover, mention that you want to get into cover, and we'll deal with that as it comes. Um, I'll tell you whenever they get into cover, that kind of thing. You know what I mean? That way we don't have to like actually draw a, le- a, a, a dropped bag of Legos on a piece of paper for us to figure out what's going on. Yeah. Okay. okay. So, <clears throat> you guys are... I do like that idea, those dropped bag of Legos. Yeah. <laughs> You are crossing ruins. through Instant. the <laughs> through the ruins, yeah, and you could trace them, I guess. Um, so I just want to like walk in like I own the place. Okay, yeah, mm-hmm. one of those Lego tables that'd be a great way to show like where stuff is. Yeah, you yeah. Put a grid pattern on a yeah. Lego sheet, and you just like put stuff. Yeah, in okay. We had an idea. Awesome. There we go. I like that. All right, so this camp is fairly large. Uh, there's a. It looks like there's a lot more houses here than just the five people that are around. But I mean. With that perception roll that Balin had, like you can't see for 
miles around, these are the only five cultists that you can see. Um, so it looks like either their numbers were once greater or maybe some people are gone. Uh, so you're crossing through and you, Harold, uh, um, you step over a few uh, fallen columns, you pass through a few places, you're, the sand is, is soft under your feet, the, moving through this place you can, you can feel the, the fatigue of the day uh, walking through sand and you're, you approach the center of this place where most of the light is from their torches uh, and you're walking up to John's cage or uh, Oren's cage or you're just going to go find the as soon as you see somebody because um, they're they're over right by the dragon now so they're did, not looking at you did I see where the John is I guess you could as you walk in you could roll the another Oren. quick perception there we go because I didn't see that's didn't right see him to start with this is a 15 as you pass through the camp you take in all the things because now you're closer it's not as hard to see these things you take in all the stuff that that uh, that Balin saw you, you see the cultist with the dragon head over there. This dragon head is probably, you know, 50 feet from where John is, and they're not necessarily, no one's over there with him. They're over there oh, by you're going to say like head. 50 feet long. No, <laughs> no, no, no. Like, no. Um, it's probably a, you know, a 15-foot tall dragon head. Still pretty big. Yeah, still. Um, that, from, yeah. from bottom of the jaw to the top of the crest. Uh, but the cage that this young boy is trapped in seems to be pretty unguarded right now, but you can see him as you walk up strapping himself up. And John, you you will see this man approaching you as well with a metal warthog. You can react as you see fit, both of you. Yeah, I wanna I wanna I think, make my way over to the to the kids. Okay. I think I know what I can do. I'm gonna use acid splash and acid splash and just just melt everything that's in my way. Then just run because I don't know who that guy is. He could be getting me and gonna kill me or helping me. Okay. I don't know. I like this. I like this inner monologue. I like this inner monologue a lot. Okay, so um, I like this idea as well. As you walk up, you see this young boy like do some weird finagling with his hands. Because since I have my potions, I can just use it. You have a potion? No, acid splash is a cantrip. It's a it's a spell. Oh, yeah, use a spell. Okay, so you see this little boy who's he's strapping up his his armor. He's paying you. He sees you and he looks almost a little bit afraid. Um, and he's he uh, puts his armor on. You see him strap his uh, bow to his back, slide his rapier in his in his little rapier sheath, uh, and then he <laughs> spritz some acid onto the lock that of the cage that he's in. And I I would have to imagine I'm going to impose this on you. You're a little bit impressed. To yeah, see, I, I, mean, I am impressed. Yeah. <laughs> Kid, are you are you um are are you a captive here or are you just, I mean are you here for fun? I mean. You're, you're all tooled up. You got all your, your stuff. I mean, what, what are you doing here? Well, I was just sleeping. Then I saw two five men just kidnapping me. All two five of them. <laughs> all two five. <laughs> Woo. Is that 25 or 7? Or 10. Well, he's, spe- he's speaking in character if you want to, you know, if you want to question him. I know. Well, I'm, I'm there, so... I'll ask. I'll, I'll bite. Is, how many? How, how exactly? How many is two five? Is that like twenty five or? You know? Oh, oops. Uh, I saw five men going my way. So although they were just nicely, so I talked to them. And then I saw the two of them just walk behind me and catch, caught me and just I went blank. Tragic tale, a tragic tale to be sure. Hey, are you, are you trying to get out of there? I mean, we were kind of sent to, to figure out what's going on over here. 
you know, rescue any captives or anything. You seem a little bit captive. Oh, did his acid splash thing work? I was about, I'm, I was about to say that the the conversate this conversation is underpinned by the sound of sizzling um, iron. Uh, it's not working quickly, but the the lock that's very old and rusty is is kind of smoking and and, sizz, and sizzling. I picture it not like a continuous flow. It's just like he spritz it on the lock and it started to sizzle. All right, so John, you may respond if you wish. Yes, I am a captive. The lock, the lock just busts open and melts the rest of the way. No, I'm not a captive. <laughs> but now I'm not, so I can go now. Okay, so yeah, as you're having this conversation, the lock does finally sizzle through and the, it swings open. All right, so you you describe this as like a rusty, nasty kind of thing. Is this like a smooth, like they take care of these hinges, or is this like making a lot of noise? Well, I'm, yeah, I'm about to do a quick roll for you. There we go. So the lock uh, on its way down, so you guys, I mean, you, you know that these people are around. They're just not looking at you right now. They're actually relatively close. Some of them have stopped have lost interest in the dragon head are kind of beginning to circle and move back towards the camp. Are uh, they still, like, acting strangely, like crazy? Oh, yeah. They're, they're like, imagine, like, just the the TV version of a super meth head. I feel bad saying that, but, like, okay. like a when you picture extremely drug-addicted person... Uh, just that guy like over there is trying to marry two rocks together. One <laughs> rock's just not feeling it. Well, not quite like that, but they're like scratching at themselves, and like there, there are times where they just cut themselves. Um, like I said, they're just caked with what seems to be their own blood. Um, they're scarred head to toe from different for different scars, um, and they are kind of uh, just. They don't look to be even communicating with one another so much. They're just kind of all in their own little world and, and moving. Uh, do moving I, around. Do I see them opening the cage? Uh, yeah, I assume you were doing Overwatch, right? On kind of watching over Harold on his way in. So yeah, you 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 see this from a distance. This exchange, I assume. Can I attack, like, to draw their attention? Can I just start shooting into the? Sure. Whenever you came in, so the the dragon head was kind of on the right of this ravine, farther back. Mm. Um, whenever you came in with Harold, did you go left or right? Left. You went left. So you between uh, you and the cultists now are Harold uh, and Oren uh, having this conversation. Okay. Yeah. So you could still attack with your blunderbuss or whatever, but you're on the opposite side of the camp, kind of from them. Gotcha. Okay, guys. I'm I'm thinking more and more. We need to get like some Legos. Yeah, that's true. There's nothing wrong with this. Well, it's too late today, but maybe one day. Uh, okay, so the lock has fallen off, and the lock, uh, it falls towards the ground, and both of you watch it as the lock is falling towards the sand, and there's a split second where it looks like it's going to clang against the bottom of the cage, but it <clears throat> lands in the sand right beside it silently. Wow, surprisingly. Well, um, <clears throat> hard to say. Are you still captain? Listen, you're trying to get out of here, right? Maybe. Maybe not. I don't know. Come with us. We're we're trying to get out of here our, ourselves. We we found captives. Are there any more of you? Mm, there might be nothing. Yeah, no. No. <laughs> yeah, you didn't see any other captives on the way in. The only other captive that you saw was the man that they killed and tossed in that dragon's mouth, which I should have mentioned that you did see that, so you could tell him that if you want to. Yeah, I saw someone die. There you go. I got it from there. Okay. So. <laughs> gotcha. All right. So, 
Yeah, I mean, we mission accomplished, I guess. I mean, we, we found the captives. We got you out of here. Look, yay. Hold up. I don't know if I can trust y'all. I don't even know y'all. You just see one person right now. You don't well, see Bailey. Oh, just well the, I don't know you, so. Uh, I, I, I move my hammer over to my, my non-shaking hand hand, and I reach out a hand. Well, my my name, name's Harold. Who, who are you? My name's Owen. Owen Kane. Hi, Owen. Hmm? Hi, hi, Owen. Hey. Hi. Still, though, you want, you want to get out of here? I mean, now that we're old, we're old buddies, and, you know, I know your name, and you know my name, and. We know each other's names, so I mean that's we're practically family right there. Mm, I guess so. Yeah, let's go. Okay. Right. Hey, um, guys around here kind of kidnapping people. I don't suppose they're any friends of yours. No. You wouldn't mind if we, you know, destroy a lot of them, would you? May I help? Well, yeah, yeah, I suppose, suppose so. so. I'm awesome. kind of like wiping my hand on my, my clothes a little bit because I remembered that he like melted a lock with it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So at what point do we open the cage? Uh, I think like the cage is open. Yeah. I, whenever you open the cage, we'll say it wasn't quite yet open. Yeah, you so you open the cage to do your handshake. As you're shaking hands, you open the cage to shake the hand of this boy that you just rescued or helped rescue or experienced his rescue. And the first movement of the, the cage door is not is quite silent. Mm. But you push it past the point they normally push it, and then just... I'd probably keep pushing it. The sound of the cage is very loud, and immediately, as soon as you hear the sound of the cage go for, uh, you know, push through, and you hear that echo through this ravine, uh, you hear the, the uh, voices of some of these cultists go, more blood. One. Run. I thought we'd. All right. All right. We'll, we'll run. We'll run. Hey, I got a. I got another uh, fellow who's with me around here. He, I'm sure he's going to help us out too. Yeah. As you turn to run, I think everybody should roll some initiative here. Who rolls initiative right. for the piggy? So roll. I do. And just yeah, roll it. Right. Hey, I got the mighty D twenty okay. on so the twenty. You got five. I that is five. a nat 20 right there. I also rolled a 1. So, complete <laughs> waste of a nat 20. Alright. Let me do some initiative. You guys talk through some things while we do initiative real quick. Um, so, so, you're like a little bit around the corner. Yeah. Metally Warthog is with me. Mm -hmm. Who is a Warthog? It's his construct because he's an artificer. Oh. So, it's me and you. We're gonna... He's, I think he's talking to you in character. Are you? Yeah, I was. <laughs> oh, well, there you go. Well, see, you're not doing voices, so, yeah. It is a little harder. Sorry. It Sorry. Is. That's okay. It is. It's your first run. Um, all right, oh. what was your, what, I need Balin's roll? Uh, three. Okay. What was your name? Um, Harold. Harold, your roll? Nat 20. Nat 20. Complete nine. waste of a nat 20 right and there. And then, no, it's not. Oren? One. Dang. He got five, technically, so he's ahead of me. Five. So he got a five. Okay, gotcha. All right. Or is a crit fail just you go last? Because uh, we both crit failed. Do we need to re-roll? Yeah, you both You need to re-roll. Okay. Wait, how did he crit fail with a five? He has plus four to initiative. You can't add anything to a crit. Okay. Right? Yeah, I, yeah, so he, he I didn't know if it was different for initiative. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. Right, then. It, would just, it would have been he went last if he... If he uh, if it wasn't the same, so yeah, what what'd you roll in the? 
He's got 23 now, and okay. I have 21. All right, so you're you're last, and he's second to last. Yeah. Uh, That'll wait. <clears throat> yep. Another thing, John. Mm-hmm. Uh, in D D, if you don't know something, mm-hmm. it's up to the DM. Oh. So like, whenever Josh asked you if there were other people here. You can't just say, yeah, there were like five uh, people. That, that's uh, how It just makes it a little bit harder if you do that. Oh, I guess there were five. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh. um, so you were asking like in character, like what's the pig's name or whatever? Yeah, what's the pig's name? I, I don't know if he has, you know, Cranston. His name is, we're, we're going with Cranston. He's Cranston. All right, cool. <laughs> all right, so I was trying to help you guys out and split up our cultists to where they didn't all have the same turn. Uh, but you guys rolled poorly, so sorry. <laughs> oh. It's that squeaky door. Yeah, the squeaky, the squeaky rusty. Um, all right, these guys, while uh, while scary and um, you know tattered looking, they also look fairly beefy. Uh, so they are currently, if we're going to visualize this, imagine a a lane down the center, horizontally down the center of this fairly circular camp. On the far left end of that lane would be Bryce, uh, would be Balin looking to the right. Yeah, so we'll go ahead and kind of draw that out a little bit. We'll have... Um, I'm just trying to keep track yeah, of things. Yeah, of course. So imagine you've got Balin looking down that lane to the right. In the very center of the circle, we've got Harold and Oren. Um, and then on the far right, you have five cultists kind of clumped up marching towards you. Okay. They're all shouting variations of more blood for the blood goddess for the blood jewel. I there use fog cloud so we can escape. So you gotta wait on your turn. Yep, gotta wait uh, on your uh, turn. Um, but was it blood? Good, good blood on for the blood. Blood for the blood. Blood god. Blood god. Skull, or, skull, skulls for the skull mountain or skull throne or something. Something about that's yeah. some warhammer stuff that I don't know about. There you go. Um. But they did say, for the blood goddess, for the blood jewel. Uh, so or that's that, what's going to happen. That doesn't sound, uh, that doesn't sound like it's going to be a fun time. Yeah. Uh, so when it comes to speaking in character, you can do that anytime. If you want to say something to any of the, anyone else, you can do that anytime. You just can't act until it's your turn. So, Harold, it is your turn, my friend. Woo! These right. cultists have approached you. They are probably 30 feet from you. Okay. Do you what weapons do you have? I got rapier. I got rapier, short bow, and dagger. Rapier, short bow. Yeah. Okay. Harold will say you spotted that by looking at him. You like you saw yeah. you you looked him up and down and saw how he was equipped. There was a description earlier, but I, just, yep. I couldn't remember what the weapons were. So. Yeah. And how far is everybody away? The cultists are up. thirty feet from from you. So again, if you look at your our little circle here. The cultists are 30 feet from you to the right, and uh, we'll say Balin is 30 feet from you to the left. Wow. Balin putting you 60 feet from your targets with uh, Orin and uh, Harold in between you at the 30-foot mark. Oh, dang. There you go. Hi. And you have a slower speed, too. Yeah. Huh? I thought the people were on the other side of you. They are on the other side of me. No, I thought they would be between us. <gasps> oh, yeah, no. So, alright, um, everybody's at full health, right? Everybody's full health, full, full rest, health. full health. Okay, alright, so, 
All right, you've been in the cage. I'm taking the initiative. I, I grab my warhammer. Or oh, instead, stay, stay, stay back for a second. Right, let me see if I can kind of do something here. And I just run straight into him. So All right. I, I'm just swinging for the first one. Okay. So. There's the the first um, cultist. There is. You know, he's waiting for you. He has his. He has two daggers in his hand, and he's waiting for you. Just scream. Just screaming variants of the word blood uh, cool. as you're coming towards him. That's a 12 on attack number one, because I got two attacks as a fighter. Okay, the 12 is going to miss. It's going to collide with a little bit of his... Actually, here, you know what? That's not true. Ooh. Because I need to change something from over here. Oh. All right, the 12 is going to hit. Excuse me. That's something I forgot to change. These boys are not wearing leather armor. Okay. They're wearing tattered clothing. That'll do. So, 12 is going to do that one, and then how... How much health do these... That's not something you know. The only way you find out how uh, how much health they have left is you can ask like how these got how do these enemies look at this point? Uh, and I'll tell you, they look pretty good or they look like they're close to death. Right. Um so yeah, the twelve is gonna hit and twenty three gonna hit? Yeah, twenty three wait, just barely? Does those those hits or damage? Hit. Hit. Yeah, both of those will hit, absolutely. Okay. So two this cultist right in the front takes two hits with the war hammer. Cool. <laughs> We'll say one of the ribs. Yeah, both sides, I guess. You want to hit him in the belly twice? Uh, I'm just swinging him from one direction. And yeah. I guess I'll just... Well, I'll, I'll come down and then I'll come across. Okay, cool. So, um, so eight damage for one. Mm-hmm. And then, well, eight damage for the next one. Nice. Um, I'm going to spend, since they're all kind of right there up on me, I'm going to spend one superiority dice. Okay. And I'm going to go for a sweeping attack. Okay. When you hit a creature with a melee weapon attack, you can spend one superior dice to attempt to damage another creature within the same attack. With the same attack, excuse me. Yeah. Choose another creature within five feet of the original target and within your reach. We good there? Yep. Okay. If the original attack roll would hit the second creature, it takes damage equal to the number you roll on your superiority dice. Damage okay. is of the same type dealt by the original attack. Gotcha. So, so bludgeoning damage to the, to the, we'll say the guy to his right. That'll work. So, superiority dice is a D8, so I didn't bring actual dice today, so uh, six. Not bad, not takes bad. the mighty six. Okay. Um, so, one guy takes 16, and, like, his, his neighbor takes six. Yeah, so the first guy, you hit him pretty good. Like, you, you, can, you can feel the ribs crack with your second or your first hit, uh, and then the second hit, you kind of pass over his belly and rip some of the skin off of his belly with your hammer on the way by. And then that, that hammer collides with the man to his, or the, the cultist to his right in his ribs. You can feel some of his bones kind of crack a little bit. Um, okay, Orin, now I can use some help. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but both of them begin to bleed from their wounds a little bit uh, from you just kind of crushing that skin. And as they bleed, they just put their hand on their... Uh, um, on where their blood is coming out and just shout, MORE BLOOD! I take a second just to wave back in a friendly gesture towards Orin. Yeah, I could really use that help now. It's your fault. You were the one that attacked him. Orin says as the cultists begin to wail on John. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so it's going to be all five cultists' turn. Uh, what I'm going to do real quick before they attack, I'm going to let them kind of have a quick perception right. roll to see what's going on around them. They don't see anybody but you. 
Um, they don't. Right. They they failed that real bad. So the cultists are just they're they're stuck on Harold right now. Well, I just like jumped right there in the middle of everybody. They absolutely so. did. So they're all gonna just come at you with their daggers. They're they're just gonna try to swarm you. Cool. Um, and I'm gonna roll five of those. So wasn't Harold your last character's name? What was the guy who thought everything was Byron? Biden. No, wait. Can I use my mage hand to grab someone? No, only 10 pounds. 10 pounds. Yeah. Uh, okay. So 22. You can, like, you know, push somebody. Uh, right. 22 to hit. 22. These are going to hit. Uh, 7 to hit. No. Um, 21 to hit, I assume. Yeah. Dang. 23 to hit. Yeah, just barely. And then 9. No. So you take three dagger stabs. Hey, just what Two, I wanted. Sink, sink, one dagger, uh, you know, the first dagger comes in, uh, and it just slides through your armor a little bit. Um, Get some luckily, armor. they're just daggers, so they're not too terribly tough on you. That's three damage from the first dagger. Okay. And you begin to feel that little bit of blood seep through. Um, the second dagger, uh, the second one that comes in to try to swipe at you, you're able to go back a little bit reeling from the first dagger hit and you miss they miss the third one does hit you right and that's going to be six damage from that dagger that one sinks in a little bit deeper you're able to block another one with the hilt the uh, handle of your hammer and then the final dagger that does hit you will be another four damage okay so you got stabbed a couple times Hey, that's my that's my blood. All the while, it's your own blood. Yeah, all the while they're shouting that they're shouting for the blood goddess. Um, that, no, quit it. It is now Oren's turn. All right, I'm gonna use. I remember you got a bow. You can all you can actually throw your daggers. Oh, all right then. Or you can just run in and start swinging your rapier. You got all kind of options. Yep, Could you, you roll could. initiative for? Rolling with it, Cranston. Huh? He goes right after, um, okay. right uh, after Balin does the hmm. warthog. Temporary name, Cranston. I'm gonna use light to blind him. Alright. Is that, that a use that of is, light? That is not a use of light. Uh, light is just a light, it's like a torch. Uh, okay. Keep the creativity, but we do have to stay to the rules as much as we uh, can. Uh, I'm gonna go. I like that spirit. <laughs> I'm gonna go use. I'm gonna help Harold and just run in and use my rapier and just attack. Okay, so you're running. Up, what's your movement speed? Thirty feet. Mm. Yes. Okay, yes. so you're gonna run your thirty feet and you're gonna stand beside um, Harold. And so Harold, you experience I'm like right in the middle. So he's like, "Excuse me, excuse me, get in here." <laughs> yeah, well, I'm kind of imagining they're kind of swarming. They're, they didn't get around the back of you. They yeah. kind of just swarmed in front of you, and all of them have taken a turn, kind of like stabbed through this cloud of cultists right at your at your body. Um, and right beside you, Orin runs up uh, with his rapier drawn, and he's going to oh. attack with his rapier. So attack with your rapier, John. Travel. Yes, you roll your d20. I got a ten. Plus. Then add. Your modifiers. I don't know what his modifiers are. So Things you're going to add seven? dexterity or not? Uh, Where's your rapier? Oh yeah, yeah rapier. It's plus seven. It, it's plus dex. seven to hit. So that's seventeen. Wow. Okay, it definitely hits. So roll some damage. Okay, it's a d8. I'm picturing you're attacking the plus middle four. one again. Oh, did you say that? Is that the one I attack? Yeah, the first so one you attack. So he's got ten. So ten damage. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. 
John, you run up and ram your rapier right through the belly of this fella. Boom. And you slide it right out, covered in his blood. And just blood shoots out of the hole. And he holds the hole again, and he covers both of his hands in the blood. Let's his hands get soaked in it. Oh, uh, this is... I wish I could have just hit for the head then. <laughs> <laughs> ten damage is ten damage. Head or right. belly. Hit him in the big toe. Right. What is there anything else that John can do or that he wants to do? Um, he has his cunning action. He can use a bonus action to uh, retreat without being hurt. Yeah, I'm gonna retreat without getting hurt. And disengage. Okay. Yeah. So you can disengage. Mm-hmm. How? What is it? What kind of movement is that? Is it that require movement? Because he's out of movement. Oh. Um. Yeah, that would require movement. Okay. Okay, never mind. So, John, also remember when it comes to combat, there are a few things to remember. Movement speed is how far you can move in a turn. So you move 30 feet, so sadly you can't move anywhere else. So right now it seems like you're stuck right here in front of these cultists who wanted to kill you before. I don't know other kind of, yeah, bonus actions or whatever cantrip thingies you have. I don't know. but um, Be thinking about that for your next move, okay? All right. So now the, the cultists are standing before them. Balin, you see 60 feet away from you, your companion and his new companion are now in the heat of combat with five bloody cultists. All right. One of which not looking so hot. I'm going to run that way and use my action to dash. Okay. And then my bonus action, I will forfeit to use uh, the warthog's abilities. Okay. Cool. So. How I'm, far can the warthog move? Huh? Or he move with you? He is, he is a 30-foot movement speed. Okay. Cool. Um, so he's he was where they were. Oh yeah, he was with y'all. That's that's mm-hmm. right. That's my fault. All right, so yeah, you run fifty feet. You're now ten feet away from them. Come cruising up behind them. You see a strange boy that you didn't know before, but you knew he was there. Is now there fighting alongside your companion Harold. Uh, and you're what are you doing with your warthog? Before I finish that description, I guess. Uh, I don't know how I'm supposed to command it, so I'm gonna assume I have to actually speak to it. Mm-hmm. So. Cranston, get in there. Okay. <laughs> and so Cranston, <laughs> you know, shoots forward. <laughs> shoots forward uh, and uses his 30 feet of movement speed to get right up um, on the, the right side of Orin. So now you have Harold, Orin, and then Cranston. And uh, I'm going to hope that he understood that command to mean bite, which is his action okay. that I will use, um, is a... 12 going to hit? Yes, a 12 will hit. Oh, yeah. Which one are you going for the one that looks so good? Um, whichever one was closest to him. Like, is I'm actually, one? the closest one since you guys are now like three deep in front of these cultists is going to be the one to the left, of, okay. or, or to your right, the middle cultist's left. All right. So he has not been touched yet. He's going to bite the untouched cultist. He's going to get touched. Yep. So that's a five damage. Okay. All right, so he takes a hunk out of the cultist's leg, and again, when the blood starts to flow forth, the cultist reaches down and just rubs his hands in it. Ugh. Um, I know. (laughs) Next is going to be Harald. Ooh. Harald. All right, so... Nobody's down. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna keep on swinging. Yeah, the one in front of you is not looking very good. Uh, 23 to hit. That'll do it. And ding, twelve to hit. Can so when it comes to multi attack, can you hit 
multiple enemies? Well, I've got two attacks, so yeah. Okay, I would wager you should roll damage on your first one before you decide to attack this this guy again. Oh, well, fine. Okay. All right, so... And it's not, I, I, not, I don't think that's a rule issue because if you hit somebody with a hammer and he dies, you're probably not going to hit him again without realizing that. I don't know. I might. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Okay, um, so damage... Five on the damage for right, number so one. so you smack him real good, but he does... He, he staggers, but he keeps to his feet as, you know, you crack... You just break his jaw into a million pieces inside his face, but he remains on his feet, barely able to stand. I just give up. Somebody cracks my jaw into a million pieces. Yeah. I'm done. I'm and done. as he s- tries to get out the word blood, the only thing that you that does come out is literal, actual blood from his mouth. All right, so he's he's still standing. He's still standing. All right, so nineteen. Yes, sir. Cool. All right. But five again. You want to just drop that hammer down on top of his cranium? Straight down, right. right on top of the post. You just you just. Hammer that post in, and the his head just poof, sinks into between his shoulders. If it was a carnival game, you would have heard a bill. Yeah, as he falls backwards into the into the other four cultists, who all shriek, uh, almost in joy, uh, with "For the blood, goddess! For the blood, goddess!" I would assume they just like lay on him because it's so much blood, don't it? Who knows? We'll see. Yeah. Uh, fellas, I think that uh, I think these guys are a little bit too far gone. Um, I think we need to get these guys uh, finished off, and then we need to get out of here. Agreed. Oh yeah, I'm over there now. You're ten feet away. Yeah, yeah. You're like 10 I agree. <laughs> I hear words of agreement. Oh, sorry. It is the cultist turn. If you're finished, unless you have a bonus action or whatever. Uh, I've got a bonus action, but I mean, uh, okay. Uh, just yeah. want to give the opportunity since we're we're de-rusting. Yeah. Um, it is now the cultist turn. You have killed the cultist in the middle, um, and the two cultists on the right are going to try to stab you, uh, and the two cultists on the left are going to try to stab little Orin. So, will a fourteen hit? Me? Yeah. No. Will a critical one hit? <laughs> uh, no. All right. John, will a six hit? Mm. No, it won't. It will not. Your armor is 15. But will a 21 hit? Your yes. armor is 15. <laughs> All right, so the um, fresh off the confidence of destroying one cultist, Harold is able to block both daggers that come flying Sting in towards him. Uh, With a half. Well, I've got a shield, too. It's like a little shield. Orin is able to parry uh, one dagger and knock it away from him, but the other cultist slides a dagger into his little belly belly, uh, and he will bleed for six damage. Okay. So, oh, oh, oh. You got 33 uh, hit points, so you gotta take six away. I hope uh, new math. Alright. So that is... 28? 27. 27. <laughs> there you go. So, John, you have taken some damage in your, into the, your right, the right side of your abdomen. And of course, whenever you guys take damage or whatever, if it's something serious, you can react, but that's up to you. Um, it is now um, My turn. Orin's turn. Yep. All right. Mm. I'm going to use the rapier again. Okay. So. You're going to try to stab at thee again? Yep. Okay. So you're going to take a new target. Who are you targeting? There's two on. There's. Essentially, two cultists that just attacked you, and two that um, 
that two two that attacked Harold. Now, John, you and have one your sneak attack damage. Oh, if, yeah. If uh, you attack something, uh, actually, it would have triggered last time too. Yeah. Um, the one that's closest to him. Mm-hmm. If you have an ally mm-hmm. that's next to your target, mm-hmm. then you get sneak attack damage. Awesome. So the pig counts as an ally, and Harold counts as an ally. Awesome. So everybody's the, like right up on top of everybody. Yeah. So. Any any one of these would count for being right. close enough. So okay. So once per turn, deal extra damage to one creature, hit if attack with advantage using finds, finesse, finesse. finesses or ranged weapon. Don't need advantage if any enemy or target is within five feet of it. All right, John. Uh, I got the rules on it because this is the character I play most of the time. Uh, uh, just roll. Just roll with what you want to do. Attack who you want to attack, and I'll let you know how to do it. I just attack the person that's close to me. Okay. Fifteen. That'll hit. Plus seven. seven. So. That is. Twenty-two. Twenty-two. Yeah. That'll definitely hit. <laughs> just nick. So. Yep. <laughs> roll. Roll your damage for. The blade itself. Seven. Seven plus two is nine, and you roll three of these. Three of these. Yep. Six. So 15. Ooh. Roll it again. Four. So 19. One. 20 damage. 20 Ooh. damage. Dang, nicely done. All right, so. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Um, low level rogues are so overpowered. Yeah. Low. All right, so 20 damage. You, you take this, you take your rapier. Uh, and with su- with surprising finesse and accuracy, you jam it right into the. You able to you right between his teeth. Yeah, you block that one parry or block that one dagger. You do take one dagger, but it makes you mad. So you sure jab that guy right in his <laughs> right in his chest again with yeah. the with the with the dagger or with the with the rapier, and you do twenty damage. And when you pull it out again, just blood starts to pour down his chest, uh, and he's still standing, but. Um, he seems to be overjoyed at the the feeling of the blood washing over him. What? He's not dead. <laughs> it's now unless you have anything else you'd like to do. No. Balin, you can retreat now if yeah. you want. That's true. I'd like to retreat then. And use if you want to jump back fifteen feet. The next time you can jump in fifteen feet, yeah. attack, and then jump back fifteen Which feet. Which seems pretty cool for a rapier type deal. Mm-hmm. I'd like to do that then. All right, drop back fifteen feet. Okay, so he drops back. He disengages. No opportunity? Huh? It's a he, disengage. Or? His bonus action, he can use disengage. Nice. Okay, so for a bonus action, you stab, disengage, hop back fifteen feet, or you know, back up fifteen feet. And now you're out of their attack range, but you're ready to attack again. So good job. Awesome. Very solid. 20 damage and no no uh, chance to, well, not no chance, but you could get hurt, I guess. Good job, John. Well done. Uh, well done, Oren. So, Harold, you see this this young boy really wield this rapier with, with surprising finesse and ease. And a dagger um, in his ribs. And, right? yeah, <laughs> a dagger in his ribs. He's a tough one. Uh, so, Balin, it's your turn. I also saw him, like, Move out of the fight. Hey, where are you going? <laughs> yeah. Me and the metal bacon are up here still getting it. We can use that bacon to eat at least. I would want to eat the metal pig. Yeah. Oh, it's metal? Yeah. It's oh. Metal pig. It's like a big iron pig. Oh, well then. Well, that's that's oh, like a turn. tavern yeah. name right there. The iron pig. The iron pig. <laughs> um, we'll throw that into the lore. There you go. I'm going to draw my blunderbuss. 
Nice. And aim it center mass on the guy that my pig just bit. That's the guy that your pig just bit. That would be the same one that uh, Orin just stabbed. Oh, poor guy. Yep. <laughs> um, let's see. And because Orin moved backwards, you got a clear line of sight right over old piggy's head. Boom. That is a... It hit. It's a 17 plus 5. Yeah, 22. 17 plus 5. Yeah, that'll definitely hit. Very sweet. So that's a D8. You aiming for yep. the blood? Huh? Aiming for the blood? I'm aiming like right here. Yep. There Son you go. I want to like... Isn't that the same spot I hit? Oh, good. The one plus two. So three damage from the blunderbuss. So you aim center mass, but it catches some wrong, a wrong air pocket and kind of moves off and grazes him down Most the Most of side. it just went through the hole that was already <laughs> Um So he's still standing, definitely. Uh, but he is, again, shouting, shouting for the blood jewel, for the blood goddess. Anything else? I will, again, forfeit my bonus action to allow the piggy... To do his work. Piggy. Okay. Release the pig. And he will not hit. What was it? A two. Oh, like a twelve. <laughs> sorry. Knee. Okay, so the pig goes to attack him, and reeling from the blunderbuss blast, uh, he is able to dodge your pig. Surprisingly. Uh, it is that's, now, a, that's tough on the tongue, right there. It is. <laughs> The blunder bless, blunder bus blast. Harold, <laughs> uh, it is your turn. All right, I'm I, I'm a fighter. I'm swinging. Yep. All right. Uh, ten on dude number one. That's going to be a miss. Okay. He's right. able to to hop back and miss or dodge that. Okay. So he hops back a little bit. So I see his neighbor. Twenty three. Twenty three. Yep. That's going to hit his neighbor. Cool. All right. So I'm going for the damage. That is a mighty nine. Okay. You hit him. He's still looking pretty, pretty healthy, pretty fresh, pretty beefy. But you do, you do get some damage on him. Mm. Because I'm using a, a hammer, like these are like just big, giant, bruising blows. It's not actually yeah. like bloodying them too much. So. Yeah. Well, that one dude got hit in the face. So. Right. Yeah. There's some blood involved with his <laughs> stuff. Yeah, that's, uh, that's about all I got for this for this round. Yeah, I'm, okay. I'm a fighter, so it's not so much to me. The cultist that you tried to hit first, giving the reprieve of not actually hitting him with that, he's going to take some of the blood that he's wiped off of his him, himself, uh, and he's going to use his bonus action to try to splitch that some of that in your eyes. Why did you point at me? Well, just. I don't know. Um, roll to splitch. Yeah, roll to splitch. Uh, this is going to be a... Um, I'm just going to... Yeah. Roll an eight. I guess you're, we'll call your armor class for your eyes the same thing. So if I hit you... <laughs> Armored if, eyes. If I, if I hit you... Uh, I just made this kind of mechanic up. So looks like um, he does hit you in the eyes with Ooh. this. 18, he rolls an 18 to okay. hit you. So the blood does go to where your eyes are. I'm going to ask you to roll a constitution saving throw right. to see if you can either stomach blood in your eyes or, um, you know, what's your con mod? Okay. You already, it's already added in. Okay, nice. Your modifier is five? Yep. Dang, nice. Awesome. So, yeah, you're, the blood hits your eyes, but you're able to close them in time, so now you just have a bunch of this guy's and some uh, whoever else's blood is on him. Um, all over your face, but uh, it's not in your eyes. 
Got it. Blink of defense. The blink of defense. Yeah, so you're okay. Love he it. is now, after doing that, going to try to jab you with his dagger. Uh-huh. With his attack action. I think he likes me. Um, well, awesome. 20 hit. You what? 20? Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. So the guy, the he's going to do his damage to you. Oh, That's going to be spells. five damage. Five? Yeah. Um, I don't want to. And then the guy beside you has noticed, or the guy beside him has noticed Balin telling that pig to attack, uh, and he's just come on, pig. He has thrown his. He is going to actually run past you, um, Harold. Yes, with an opportunity attack, he's hey. going to try to run past you. So just a regular, regular old melee attack. That's a twenty-five. Yeah. That's going to hit. Ooh, twelve damage. Twelve damage. damage. Nice. Alright, so I see this guy running past, I'm like, nope. Yep. So he's running past, you You were able to hit him in the leg with the hammer. He continues to limp past uh, and get right up to Balin. He's going to try to stab Balin with his dagger. Will a 16 hit Balin? Mm, yes. It, well, it matches. What do we do? Um, we are, I think we did tie goes through the player with Dungeon Boys. Okay. So No, 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 not with AC. We've done this before. I know. AC, if it, it has to be over, right? Because tie goes to the tie. So with with the math, whenever if, whenever we hit, uh, and it matches AC, we've always got the hit. Oh really? Yeah, I think tie goes to the attacker. Yeah, that's what it was. Okay. Okay. That's standard rules. All right. Cool. Cool. Sounds good. So that's five damage to you. Sure. He jabbed you. Ah. Five damage. <laughs> All right. Now your other. Do you two, make that noise? I do. The other two, um, one of them is going to attack little John or little Orin. Will a twelve hit? Mm, no. Nope. All right, you're able to parry that dagger again. Same guy who's been trying to hit you, and you just got him dialed in. The other guy is going to try to grapple the pig. He's going to jump down on the ground and try to grab the pig and keep the pig from doing any more harm to him. Again, did you, like, grease up this pig before we went into battle? <laughs> I always forget the rules for grappling. He's a very sandy, coarse pig. They're like little... Like, abrasive pig. Like, normal pigs have, like, their bristly fur. He has actual, like, steel bristles all over him. Like little needles. Well, then it's going to be hard to... It, it may not deal any damage to him, but this man will not have a fun time wrestling my pig. <laughs> Hold on, sorry. I'm looking at the grappling manual. Grapple. I'm trying to figure that out. So, strength check. So, yeah, so to grapple... Um... Oh, gosh. I'm going to sneeze. <coughs> Bless you! Bless you. Bless you, my son. Bless you. All right, so yeah, I think it's, a, it's an attack roll and then a strength check. So I'm going to roll the attack roll on the pig. Um, nine. Oh, I have uh, I have extra attack. Oh, you do? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Oh, well, that would be good to use when it's your turn. Uh, um, when I use a magic weapon, which is my... Nice. All right, so a nine against your piggy's AC. Uh, my piggy's AC is... Let me check. I thought I wrote it down, but I did not. Piggy AC. Piggy AC. Piggy AC is 15. So. Okay. That's not going to hit. So he tries to get the pig, but the, big kinda, the pig kind of bucks him off. And the, the cultist that's on the far right of this line now 
kind of bowls over the pig and rolls and now is now behind Oren and the pig who are facing the other uh, the other cultists. Um, and that's going to end the cultist's turn. Sweet. My turn. Four of them yet live. It's now Oren's turn, yes. All right, I'm going to dash in and use my rapier. No need to dash, but no. you're going to jump in. Because yeah, the only reason I say that is because dash is a thing oh, that you oh, can do. So dash is an ability. With right. it, I'm just going to jump in yep. and use my rapier and attack. Okay, so 15. Jump you're going to saunter in. You're going to try to... So you're going to try to attack the same guy? Mm, yeah. Okay. Um, this is actually the, the guy that would be the same guy that you just attacked actually is the guy that just tried to grapple the pig and is now rolled over towards you so you don't even have to move that far and he looks like he could be within killing distance he's uh, on the ground prone you got advantage on the attack roll I know but I could hit the pig so no. not with the sword uh, right. you won't accidentally hit the pig alright uh, I'm going to roll he's roll. not he, he missed the uh, you get advantage See, roll it again see if you get a 20 you did not Okay. okay. So twelve plus seven. You hit nineteen. Absolutely. Woo-hoo. So you take your rapier and jab it down into the man, the cultist that's laying on the ground. All right. So a D eight. So six. that's six plus two plus three D six. So it's. I'm gonna let you finish. But you Five. Need to. Thirteen. Two. Fifteen. Sixteen. Okay. So with that kind of damage, you take your rapier and you're like, I'm angry. These guys kidnapped me. They're trying to kill me. And you just jam it right down through his forehead. Like a marshmallow. And pull it out. Stick. Yeah, and pull it out. And then his eyes lock open uh, and he bleeds and he is dead. You've killed a cultist, Oren. And then I'm going... Actually, I'm not even going to jump back. I'm just going to stand there. Hey, you already jumped back yeah. to where you are. You're, right behind, you're right behind the piggy. Right Yay! Now. A jumpy man. Um, it what is now Balin's turn. There's nice. a cultist right in front of you trying to attack you. Okay, I'm going to blunderbuss him nice. twice. Oh boy! See, I Nat di- twenty. <laughs> nice. I disagree with the disadvantage for ranged weapons when people when enemies were within five feet. Yeah. Like you're, this is a shotgun. There's, yeah. Yeah, it's close range. Well, I mean, I could definitely understand when you're thinking of a bow. Yeah. yeah. Crossbow, no, because that's just point and shoot. But like, yeah. whenever you have to like draw within, like yeah, we're within five feet, so that's that makes sense. Yeah. But a blunderbuss, I'm not. Yeah, that's a nat twenty for sure. Crossbow, still fine. Yeah. A sling definitely can't do that within yep. five feet. So. A trebuchet. Yeah. So nat twenty. So, do we do double damage or do we do double dice? That's a lot of big trucks today. Um, that's up to you. All right, I'll do double dice. Cause it's the op. It, it gives you the option because if you roll a one for your damage, you don't want to double that. So that's eight plus four is twelve. Twelve. And All right. Yeah. Okay, so you you blunder bless this guy, and like a hole rips in his abdomen. <laughs> And he barely, barely keep. He doesn't even keep his feet. You just rip a hole in him, and he falls backwards. And you can still hear him drawing breath as he raises his dagger towards you. And you hear, "Fear blood, yeah, for the blood, guys." <laughs> I want to fire my second attack. Okay. The seventeen. That'll hit. Woo. He only has one point of health. You just blow him away on the ground. Just <laughs> one shot, and then as he hits the ground, you... 
right. In in that case, I'm going like a like a James Bond kind of thing. I want to stand right over him with the thing yeah. pointed down. Execution yeah, yeah. style. For the blood nice. goddess. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The blood goddess has received. I've another. heard that one before. It's like a zombie land thing. Double tap. Yeah. There are two cult, the two cultists remain. One in combat with Harold, and one in combat with the pig. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> uh, no, well, I thought I already killed the pig. pig. No, that was the one who tried to grapple the pig. But there's one right in front of the pig. Uh. Um, it's Cranston's turn. It is, Cr- yeah, Cranston's turn. Cranston, you better get this one. Um. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, nope, that's a ten. That's not going to hit. No, wait. His is plus four. That will hit. I think. Give me. Give me. Give me a moments. second. Melee weapon attack plus four. Yeah, 12. That'll hit. Sweet. So the pig oinks him right in the thigh. Again. That is four damage. Okay. <laughs> Feel the wrath of this, Cranston. This one actually has not been touched yet, so he's feeling pretty good. It seems like as every one of them dies, they get more vigorous. Uh, that, that was always creepy. The uh, zombies in uh, Call of Duty World at War, that it couldn't like speak, so they'd bark. Yeah. That was terrifying. Pretty, yeah, pretty terrifying. <laughs> um, that means it is now Harold's turn. Hey. There is a cultist directly right before you. Guess what I'm going to do? you going to hit him? I'm going to smack at him. Okay. With a 19? Yep. I'm going to do I'm a smackle. He takes a mighty 11 damage. Okay. Ooh. Still hanging in there? Yep. All right, so I'm going to hit with a 16 on the yep, next one. That'll, that'll do it. And five damage. Okay. Damage. Your two hits are not quite enough to knock him off his feet or to kill him, but there's, you know, you can see the bruising beginning. You're knocking off crusted blood as you do this. Oof. Um, and he is just, he's taking those hits like a champ. Okay. Um, I am going to use a uh, second win. Uh, I've got some, uh, some extra D10s. I can use those bonus actions. So I'm going to roll up a D10 to get some extra health. Okay. I get four. Nice. Four whole new health. Cool. So feeling good. All right. It feeling is now fresh. That, it is now that cultist's turn who is going to try to just jam his dagger right in your belly. Do it. I dare you. Nat 20. He did it. Don't do it. <laughs> Undo it. <laughs> and he's going to do... Ooh, man. That's actually not bad. Nine damage with Nine his dagger. Damage. Well, I'm Dang. glad I got a little bit of that healthy yeah. juice left. He takes time. that dagger and puts one hand behind the hilt and just jams it right into your belly. Wow. Okay. Um, I don't know how I feel about that. Probably feel pretty I'll bad. I'll finish your work. And then now the other one is going to, after being... Um, attacked by the piggy he is going to do his best to drop his dagger right down on that piggy actually he's not going to do that he understands this pig's metal I think maybe he has the wherewithal <laughs> he's going to hop over that pig so the pig will get an opportunity attack um, if it wants one and he's going to go straight for Orin who he maybe believes has caused all this problem that's a 22 war pig 22 nice you hit him yeah okay 8 damage Thanks, nice. For eight damage. So as he goes by, the pig takes another hunk out of his the back of his thigh, uh, and the cultist tries to stab Orin with a mm, thirteen mm-hmm. to hit. That will not hit. 
I will not hit. Okay, you're able to. Right. Whenever he asks you that number, mm -hmm. it, compare it to that. Like if it's less than that, then it does not hit. Sesame Street style. <laughs> <gasps> Drops it on his head. Um, so he tries to shove his dagger in again, and you're able to hop to the side and Yay. keep from getting stabbed. Yay. It is now Oren's turn. I will finish your work, Josh. Okay. I'm going to attack the same person. Well, there's that one like right in front of you, and there's one over there. Yeah, there's oh. one that's trying to stab you, and he's different than the one Josh attacked. Oh, well, then I'm going to stab him then. Okay, stab him. I rape you. There's other people 14. need stabbing. 14? Roll it back, and it, it jumped back into the thing. Okay. 10. Uh, plus, plus seven. seven. That'll plus hit. seventeen. There you go. Okay. So rapier is D eight. There you go. Roll. Eight. So that's eight plus two is ten plus three D six for sneak attack. One. Five. Five. So twenty one. <clears throat> that is enough. As he as he lunges forward to stab you, his head drops low enough where you step back into the side and draw your rapier backwards and as, as his weight brings him forward and stumbles forward you slide your rapier right into his eye dead and you all of his weight falls down onto your rapier and onto your uh, your you know your hand as you yank your sword out and his blood drips from it is this rated M for mature? <laughs> Should we not be playing this with? I'm just kidding. He's the one uh, that killed the guy. That's yeah, you did. Uh, it's okay. your fault. So it's another fault. another kill for Orin, the the rogue. Two two kills. Finish him off. Balin, it's your turn. Fifth. Did you go? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. All right. Uh, I mean, I even took a little stabbing. The same one that almost stabbed Cranston. Is that the one that... He did. Yeah, okay. Mm -hmm. I took revenge. So yeah. then I will... There's just my one friend left. I will fire upon that one then. My stabby friend. That is a miss for the first one. Because I only have plus two to my ranged. And that is a miss for the second one. Dang, mm. two misses with the blunderbuss? Yeah, and then bonus action, I will move to the piggy combat. Mm -hmm. He will also miss. Wow. wow. Gotcha. Dang, Balin blowing it on this last move. Um, Harold, do it. Now, Harold, it's your turn. Right in front of you All stands right. a man that you just hit several times. You're going to hit. Went to win. Yes. Damage is eight. That will do it, actually. That's gonna do it. You you swing. We'll Oof. say you drop that hammer down and you swing. Oh, it. I want I want to come up for like okay. the chin strike. Gotcha. You drop that yeah. hammer down and then you bring the head of that hammer up underneath his chin and his head just snaps ninety degrees. His permanently looking skyward as you hear him say for the last time, "Oh, the blood got you." As he falls backwards, <laughs> blood covers the sand. Nice. And then he falls backwards onto his face. That's right. Yeah, onto his face. <laughs> okay, uh, you're now out of combat, um, and we're going to be wrapping up this episode. But is there any conversation or anything you guys want to have quickly? Uh, young man, what's your name? My name's Owen. What's your name? I'm Balin. It's nice to meet you. Nice to meet you too. This here is Cranston. He was recently named. <laughs> awesome. Recently knighted. <laughs> I came up with it on my way over here. <laughs> awesome. 
All right, <laughs> that'll be the end of this first episode of our one shot. Thanks so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed it. If you did, like I said, uh, let us know on Twitter at Taint Media Games or uh, write a review if you're listening on iTunes or you know promote our podcast however you see fit. Uh, and if you want to have any discussions or join in our channel discussions or whatever, you can find a link to our Discord server uh, where there is a Dungeon Boys channel uh, on uh, a pinned tweet on the Twitter at Taint Media Games. So, thank you so much for listening. Big thanks to old John Boy showing up to fill it, fill out the ranks. And we will see him next time. Please remember that we love you very much. Bye. Later. <laughs>